Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Northwest Arkansas, Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas. Big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn. And today, that's right, you know the word I'm about to use. I have another amazing guest. I have Craig Lyle, who is the CEO of Junk Brands. Junk Brands is a an amazing company right here in Bentonville. They are just down the street from Walmart headquarters, but they don't have anything to do with Walmart, but they have everything to do with amazing headbands. I've had a few that were given to me and I've used them because I've told you before on this podcast that I'm a sweater when I work out. And these are the most super absorbent, super stylish headbands that you could ever wear. But I digress. I really wanted to sit down and talk with the the head guy here and learn more about how this brand came to be and also learn more about him because his his life, his his arc of experience and everything that he's been through is actually quite interesting. So without further ado, 
Craig Lyle from Junk Brands. Craig, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Thank you. Good. Matt, thanks, thanks for having me on. It sounds like we need to sign you up as a spokesperson for our company <laughs> is what it does. <laughs> well, we can, we can work some of that. We can talk okay. about that off Perfect. air for sure. But uh, no, uh, we, we were talking a little bit before we started recording and you know, you were sharing a little bit about your background and I had detected your accent and then we had a, a great little conversation about where you're originally from. But why don't you just give our audience a little bit of your background and as I like to say, superhero origin story. Everybody's got a superhero story to tell. <laughs> so tell us just a little bit about yourself. You've got a unique and varied background and I, I think it would be interesting for people to learn about it. Well, I'll try and, uh, I'll try and keep it short. Sure. Um, I, I think... Uh, you know, I originally grew up in, in South Africa, grew up in Cape Town, South Africa. You know, I think if, uh, you know, if I look back at um, my, my, my upbringing and, and my youth and, and especially being my first 18 years of, of my existence being in South Africa, I don't think I would have ever predicted ending up here. Right. You know, when I was, uh, um, when I was about 12 or 13, I started to figure out I was pretty good at a game called golf which to me still um, blows my mind that, you know, we're playing a sport where the ball is basically only slightly smaller than the hole you're trying to get it into. And so I think that pretty much prepared me for the business world of, of dealing with complicated problems. But uh, ended up getting offered a scholarship to come to the University of Arkansas in 1997. So moved over to the States then, played for four years at Arkansas, and after that turned professional. Played uh, eleven or twelve years of professional golf, and and at this, that point, I, I made the change we kind of talked about earlier. Right. Um, you know, that's where I, I moved to working for a company called Acumen Brands. A friend of mine had, had asked me to come up there and, and and help him out with a few things, and spent the next uh, basically four or five, six years uh, working there and uh, moving myself up the ladder almost unintentionally. And so, definitely got a really good idea of what the business world looks like and dealing with all the different things that come with that. Um, and then when, when I moved from, from Acumen to Junk, which was about two and a half years ago, it's just been the same type of transition. I mean, the same type of, you know, d dealing with the same types of things in a, in a different place surrounded by a great group of people. So it's been, it's been a fun journey so far. Okay. Well, I, before we get into just talking a little bit about the transition from Acumen and how you got prepared and, and moving over to Junk, I've got to ask you, because it's been on my mind, did you play in the Masters? I did not. You did not no. play in the Masters. No, okay. thanks for bringing up the one yeah. tournament I never got to play in that I wanted to play in. Um, you know, probably the biggest tournament that I played in was the U.S. Open in 2000. It's the one where Tiger Woods won by 15 shots. Right, I remember that. Yeah, uh, He did not beat me by 15 shots. That would mean I came second. He beat me by about 60 shots. But uh, <laughs> my, my claim to fame that is I got to walk the same golf course as he did for two of the four days. Right, right. He walked it for the whole week. I didn't I didn't make the cut that week. Oh, but, my goodness. Um, that was probably the biggest event. But, yes, thank you for bringing up the Masters, the one event that I didn't get to play. <laughs> thank you so much. No, no, no. It's, it's all good. Do you still play golf now or from time to time? Very, very rarely. Really? Um, uh, too busy. I mean, work just kind of keeps you too busy. And, you know, kind of like we talked before we started even today, you know, with three kids, um, I know you've got three kids too, but with three kids, uh, I love spending time with them and, you know, between work and the time you have left over, I usually spend uh, that time with them, you know, doing things there rather than playing golf, which just takes a long time, you yeah. know, four or five hours to play around a golf. I play with my son, uh, my oldest a little bit, but, uh, um, I get too mad at it because, uh, <laughs> I'm not as good as I used to be, and right. I don't know how good I was before anyway, but <laughs> my imagination tells me I should be better. So yeah, it's like yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd rather do something that's uh, removing stress than adding stress to it. The thing I like about golf is that it's it's a humbling sport 
certainly for the casual player, oh, but it's an e- it's an even more humbling sport for the pro because one minute you're at the top, the next minute you're down here, and it's it's a great equalizer when you look at it. Well, you know, it, it's similar in many sports that you're really judging yourself compared yeah. to your own expectations. Right. And so with golf, you know, if you're a professional, you know, you expect to shoot 68 or less every day. If you're a um, you know, newbie that's only been playing for six months, you expect to break a hundred every day. Yeah. And if you if either of those things don't happen, both of those levels of golf are equally as mad at themselves. <laughs> and it's just, it, you know, to me, I, like I said, I, th- I think back about the game and I think of the percentage of time that you spend frustrated, mad, or angry compared to happy. It's like, I don't know why anybody plays golf, to be honest. I mean, it's just even, even when I was playing my best at the, my best years, I still spent 90% of my time frustrated, mad, or angry. And so it's a, it's a unique uh, mindset, you know, that that's enjoyable. Right. And so it's, um, yeah, it's still a fun game for most, just not for me right now. No, I got it. I got it totally. So. Well, let's talk a little bit about your your transition here. Did you did you end up moving back here, or were you did you stay here after you graduated from the U of A? So I actually stayed here for most of the most of the time. I moved okay. to Dallas for a brief amount of time, mm-hmm. uh, two thousand and seven. Okay, I found uh, you know when I was playing on the tour that I found that uh, I spent most of the time. My first flight was Northwest Arkansas to Dallas, and then Dallas on to wherever the tournament was. Right, and so I try to take out that jump by just moving down there and and there was a lot more uh golfers living down there too so you know to be able to play with some other professionals on a weekly basis when i was at home you know then i when i decided not to play anymore i I liked northwest arkansas i didn't dislike dallas but i like northwest arkansas better i love the area i love everything about it right um i think back in you know 97 when i first when i first came here and how different it is now compared to then Mm -hmm. how much has expanded you know walmart you mentioned it earlier you know, how much they've brought into the area. I mean, as far as the way that they're developing bike trails and, you know, just the, the, the whole infrastructure of Northwest Arkansas, how it's changing. It's such a great place to live that I, the moment I wasn't going to play golf anymore, I just made that ride right back up the road back to Northwest Arkansas. And so that's that, 2007 to most of 2009, I was down there, but the rest of the time since 97, I've been here in Northwest Arkansas. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, I'm glad you said that because I think a lot of people don't realize how much this area has really changed. And when I talk to people that lived here back in the day, and I'm, when I say back in the day, I mean just 20, 97 was 22 years ago. So, yep. I mean, that was kind of back in the day. I mean, 49 wasn't up. Mm-hmm. The, I don't even know if the Bobby Hopper tunnel had been completed. I mean, a lot of that stuff. So people, when they come here now and they're like, oh my God, this is not the same place. It's just a lot different. And that's part of the reason, like I said, why I tell this all the time, why I created this podcast was to give people kind of an in-depth look into what Northwest Arkansas is all about, both for the people here as well as for the people that want to come here. And I think we all, myself, yourself included, because you have a company, we all are have to contribute to that that idea that hey this is actually a great place to live. If you don't if you don't like it, you can certainly leave. Absolutely. But I think if you like it, then you need to be all in and get people excited about what is and what can be. So. No, absolutely. You know, I, I can say when I when I first started playing professional golf, so that was 2001, 2002. You know, I fortunate enough got to travel to a lot of places and when I would meet people, they would ask where I lived <laughs> and I would tell them and most of the time the reaction was like, well, why? Why do you live there? You could choose to live anywhere. You're a golfer. And that was the reaction I'd gotten from most people who hadn't been here. Right. And, and anyone that I met that had been here already, their reaction was always, oh, it's a beautiful place. So like, what a nice place to live. And so 
I think what's happened is more and more people have come here yeah. and more and more people have realized it has changed and it has transformed, but at the same time, it was always a nice place. I think just more and more people are realizing that it's a nice place. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's been fun to see. Yeah, that's absolutely true. That is absolutely true. So let's talk a little bit. So you, you, you transition out of uh, playing on the PGA Tour. You end up at Acumen Brands. And you, you, you told me a really interesting story about how you worked your way up the ladder. And I think it's important to mention because we do like to, to talk about uh, some of the, the things that are required to be successful, especially in business uh, and in entrepreneurship. But you, you got a chance to, at Acumen, to touch in a lot of departments and a lot mm-hmm. of areas and really cut your teeth and develop that almost it was like a, a preparation for you for what you're doing here at Junk now. You want to just talk a little bit sure. about that? You, you know, it's a, it's a couple of things. I, I, think, uh, I think my golf career also prepared me a lot more for the business world than I would have expected it to. You know, when I decided not to play anymore, like I was, you know, I was a little, a little worried for two reasons. One that, you know, I didn't really know what I wanted to do next, but second of all, I didn't really have any experience in the work world. And so like, I wasn't going to bring a lot of like, you know, my resume wasn't, wasn't exactly padded with business experience. <laughs> and so, so when I started, um, you know, I was fortunate enough that when I walked in the doors at Acumen, it was joining a really fast growing company and, you know, any fast growing company has got a lot of opportunity that's going to come out of it. And so putting my head down and doing the simple jobs that I was given at the beginning and making boxes, you know, kind of led to doing something else because I apparently was good at making boxes. Um, <laughs> who knew, right? Right. But, you know, once uh, once these positions or these these opportunities started to open up and, you know, I, w- I was never doing, I was never doing what I was doing, trying to climb up a ladder. I was never doing it because I wanted to move to another role or I thought, you know, if I get really good at this, I can go and do that. Right. Um, it was just more about being excited about being part of a, a, a fast growing company and a team of people that, you know, all had the same vision and working really hard at it. And, you know, that's what led to me being able to make boxes and then work in the warehouse and then, you know, supervise a fulfillment group and then managing a group and then, you know, moving into the the admin building and, and, and in the end, you know, running all of operations and then giving a chance at the end to, to basically run being the general manager for Country Outfitter and you know run the whole group, it was uh, you don't realize it while it's happening, and when you look back at it afterwards, it's just it's exciting to to be a part of something like that and be surrounded by the people I was surrounded by. Yeah, and I, I would I would imagine that uh, those opportunities exist a lot more here than you might find in other places because there's so many you know supporting programs that support that big company down the, down the street. And I'm kind of gesturing towards the, the direction mm-hmm. of Walmart. And, you know, a lot of times people don't realize that that's kind of the grease that keeps the wheels going mm-hmm. and going smoothly. So, so, so tell us, you, you ended up here at junk and, and what have, what have you been doing here and, and <laughs> what's, what's going on? I mean, this that's building, a, that's a great question. Yeah. This building is really cool. Just for my listeners. I, I mean, I, I come in here, I mean, I'm actually in Craig's office. He's got a stand up desk. He's got a little sign that says he's out of answers, which I, I could clearly borrow that sign from him. <laughs> um, he's got some really cool pictures on the wall with some some really great athletes that are wearing the junk brand headbands. And it's just a nice kind of funky place, really funky vibe to come into. And by the way, I really want to encourage you, if you're up here in Bentonville, we'll put the address in the show notes, but you need to come by. They've actually got a little showroom Absolutely. Uh, where they have really great headbands. You can check all that stuff out, but I've actually gotten a couple pairs. I swear by them now. I will not go out in public 
working out without a junk headband on. So like I said, you're going to be a spokesman yes, for us. Exactly. Like, this so is the- that's, I'm not getting paid for this, folks, <laughs> but I just want you to know, I mean, I'm not a shill for these guys. They really work and they're really good. But without further ado, just tell us a little bit about, you know, about junk. Well, you know, I, I think the, the easiest way to explain junk is even explaining how I ended up here. And, uh, you know, when, when I, I came up here, it's about two and a half years ago, I came up here to actually have lunch with a couple of friends of mine that worked here. They ended up giving me a tour of the building and they introduced me to the founders of junk, you know, Bo and, and Courtney Barrett, and ended up talking to them for a while just kind of just meeting and greeting. I mean, it was literally just a, you know, how's it going and how's, you know, how's the business and how's the work. And, you know, it was just, it, it was, it was fun for me to be able to see what junk was all about. Right. Completely honestly at the time, I was like, it's a headband company. That's, that's <laughs> what they are. Right. Somehow over the next three, four weeks, you know, that ended up with me coming to work at junk. And, you know, the, the fun thing about it was that that first day I came in here, that was not the intention from either side. And it just worked out that way. And so, you know, having started uh, um, working here, I, I still came into this building thinking it's a headband company. It sells headbands. You know, it's a manufacturer. They make them in-house and you know, that's what they do. I had no idea what I was getting myself into in a, in a great way, but I had right. no idea what I was getting myself into. It was uh, the product is unique. I was never a headband wearer myself before mm-hmm. I worked here. thought they looked a little silly, to be honest. Yeah. But I will not run. I will not work out. I will not do anything. In fact, uh, um, even when I'm riding my bike, I put it under my helmet. Because like, if you wear one of our headbands, sweat will not get to your face. Yeah. And so, you know, the product is great. Then the designs are amazing. You know, then we've got this production flow that, you know, our turnaround time is better than anybody else's in any industry, basically. And then we've got this brand that, that lives all around all of this. And, you know, the loyal people that we have, you know, a couple of the people you referred to on my wall, you know, we've got probably one of the highest paid baseball players in the world. Yeah, that's it, Bryce Harper, right? That's correct. That's Bryce Harper. <laughs> he wears our headbands because he likes them. Yeah. Like yeah. we don't, we don't, he's not a paid athlete. I, I mean, he's that. not, you know, and he, he's getting paid, you know, an ungodly amount of money and he could have anything he wants and he chooses that. And we're so thankful for that, but it's just such a fun thing to think about. I mean, the fact that he could do whatever he wants and he's, he's wearing our headbands. You know, we're seeing it showing up on NFL players. We're seeing it showing up on NBA players. We're seeing it showing up a lot in baseball, obviously. We'll see it show up in the background on movies. We'll see it show up on on kids' shows. I mean, it's just my kids will go to school and they'll tell me, they'll come home and they'll say, saw two kids at school today wearing a junk headband. And it's just kind of a fun thing to think of. They were made right, you know, right, right. behind us over here. <laughs> we had a guy uh, a couple weeks ago in Australia that was uh, – doing a news show and he was wearing one of our headbands and it's just, it was made in Bentonville, Arkansas, you know, it was printed and designed and, 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 and shipped out of here somehow got right. to a guy in Australia. And it's just, it's such a, it's so much bigger than I thought it was that day I walked in two and a half years ago and we're still growing and we're still growing like crazy. So yeah, it's been a fun journey so far for sure. Man, that's awesome. So, I mean, most of the talent that you have working here at Junk is kind of homegrown talent, or have you had to bring some people in to help you out? You know, currently the only person that we have that we've brought in is um, a guy that used to work here two years ago. Okay. And so he he left, uh, took an opportunity in New York, which I think was a great opportunity for him. And then at the time, the size we were, um, it made sense actually probably for him to go do that. We didn't want him to leave, but it was a good choice for him. We've grown so much in the last two years that it was a nice conversation to have where we were at a scale where it made sense for him to come back, that we could actually get someone in his role and his size and his 
ability skill that it made sense for him to come back to Northwest Arkansas. And you know, whether it was him or whether it was someone else, we needed that role and to get him to come back. And even he has admitted since he's been back, he's been back about two months now. He did not realize, you know, <laughs> how much we've gone, or how far we've gone in the last two years so right. once, once he left. So right. the rest of everybody, and he's originally from here. So he's not okay. really from outside the area. Right, he's originally right, from right. here. But the rest of everybody, I think it's always a, a fun story. But, uh, you know, the original founders, Bo and Courtney, they always joke about it. They, they, they built this team on Craigslist. I mean, so they, they basically <laughs> hired a lot of the people in the building from postings on Craigslist. And right. you know, these are people that are absolutely diehard junk fans. I mean, they will fight you about the brand. And so, you know, to have a, a majority group in the building that you cut them, they bleed junk. Absolutely. It, it, makes, it makes my job a lot easier. Absolutely. It yeah. It's a lot easier. I mean, I, the way that we were introduced is because a friend of mine actually it works here. And I remember when he talked about getting the job. He was so excited. And when he said, oh, I'm working at Junk Brands, I'm like, what? The, what is that? And, yeah. and I'm like, Junk <laughs> Brands? I honestly didn't know who it was. And, and and so I looked into it. I had to look it up. And then I talked to him when I saw him again. I was like, so tell me about this job. And, and then he finally invited me over. And I was like, wow, this is really interesting. And I think it's what you guys are doing here is a perfect example of all of the good stuff that's happening large scale and small scale here in Northwest Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things people just aren't aware of. Now, you've pro- some people have probably seen the junk logo on the back of cars. Like, honestly, when I got off the highway today, there was a woman right in front of me with a junk logo on her car. And I was like, oh, I wonder if she's going to, to junk brands to the headquarters, because I thought that would be kind of ironic to have that happen. But she made a turn somewhere before I got here. But I've seen your logo on the back of several cars in several different places around mm-hmm. Northwest Arkansas. So I think that's kind of cool. And I've seen your headband in other states because I travel a little bit as mm-hmm. well and I've seen some people wearing them. So I have some pride in knowing that, hey, that's that's made right back in my home area where I live. And and that's that's really nice. You know, especially in Northwest Arkansas, I've seen it in the last two years change from people that see the logo. I mean, I'm wearing a junk shirt, right. T-shirt right now. As you should. <laughs> they'll see they'll they'll see the t-shirt or they'll see the logo and they'll well, what is that? Like right. what do you to now where if I'm wearing this t-shirt walk around in public, a lot of the people will actually say, Do you work there or did you buy it? like oh I love those headbands? I right. mean they, they don't know what I do here. It's not like I'm walking around with a name tag on, but they know what it is. And so, you know, I was even at a grocery store in Fayetteville this past weekend and when I was checking out, the lady said, Oh, I love those headbands. Like and it's it's just it's so fun to hear that. It's just so it, it, it's such a small thing. For her to have said that, but right. it's such a nice thing to hear when you get that kind of feedback. Absolutely. And so you're you're right. I actually probably about a couple of weeks before I came up here, I saw a car with a junk logo. This is almost three years ago. Right, right. And I just assumed that they'd put that on the back of their car because their car was junk. <laughs> junk. Yeah, and then sick. And then now I know what that actually is. It's right, kind of fun right. to see. Yeah. That is absolutely. Funny. That's funny. So where are you where are you headed with junk? Where do you where do you want to go uh with this brand and you know, you're in this area. So there's certainly a lot of talent in this area. So finding good people, isn't that difficult? But where do you want to go with junk brands? You know, I think the the biggest challenge for us right now is the fact that there's so much opportunity. I mean, we're doing a lot already. I mean, there's a, there's a group of people, you know, whether it be the designers or the production workers or whether it be the marketing people, there's people working really hard. So I don't want to make it sound like we're not doing enough, mm-hmm. but there's just so much opportunity coming our way and we have to decide which opportunities to go after, like almost basically creating a, an order of opportunity you know, uh, list. You know, I think uh, the biggest thing for us is then within that is making sure that we stay 
true to the brand. You know, like it, you can, you've seen companies in the past that will come out with a really great product and then they decide that they need to make 50 great products. Right. And it really doesn't, you lose your identity that way. Right. Um, and so I think for us, I think that's, that's the most important. You know, coming out of that, there's so many things. I mean, licensing is a huge, you know, opportunity for us. We're getting a lot of international exposure. We don't really have much of a presence overseas, but we're getting requests from, from all parts of Europe and Australia and everywhere from that respect. Athlete growth, you know, like partnerships with Major League Baseball, NFL, um, NBA, again, going back to them. There, there's just, uh, you know, even just saying them out loud yeah. know, gives me this level of anxiety know, just I thinking know. like, okay, we haven't done those yet. We've got to do all of these. <laughs> right. And I think speaking I, things into existence. Though, yes, so, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. You lay them out in a row and you go, well, that's going to be 2027 by the right, time we get right, to that. Right. But, uh, you know, I think that's where, you know, we've, we've got this brand and then, you know, I think we, we owe, you know, almost everything, you know, to Bo and Courtney for, for having started this. Sure. Um, you know, when they did, I think, uh, 11 years ago now or 10 years ago, uh, no, actually 2011. So I guess it was, it was eight, nine years ago sure. when they started this. And, you know, the, the, the brand and, and what we're doing with it is the same then as it is now. Right. We're just doing a lot more of it. Yeah. And so I think as long as we keep that true, we should be good. Well, I mean, listen, you, you put, I mean, that's, that's perfectly, perfectly stated, perfectly worded. If people want to find out how they can get a headband, what, what stores carry, if any, carry the headband? So we're very limited in where we sell them to. Okay. I mean, most of them are going to be CrossFit boxes, uh, specialty running stores. In Northwest Arkansas, Rush Running has okay, them. Sure. They, they have they have some. The easiest, obviously, to get our complete selection, you're going to be able to find them online. So yeah. junkbrands.com, we've got, I think, 6,000 designs at the moment. And so sorting through 6,000 designs online is a lot easier than sorting through 6,000 designs on a wall. Yeah. And so it makes it obviously easier to find exactly what you're looking for. Um, we have the store you talked about here right. in, in Bentonville. But as far as expansion for stores and wholesale, you know, that's that's pretty much where we're limiting to ourselves at the moment. Okay. And I, actually, you can do special order, right? Yeah, we do customs. Okay. I think, customs. That's, I think that's what you're referring yes, to, right? Yes, customs. So, customs. And, yeah. So that's my favorite, to be honest. I mean, because that's where... You know, we're able to basically put whatever you want on the headbands. Right. And so, you know, we do have, you know, we have we have some minimum orders on that that are only four. So it's not like you need to order, you know, a thousand or something like that. But, right. you know, if I get one more request from my kids on those ones, like I'm going <laughs> to, that's why, that's why I'm out of answers. Right, right, um, right, right. But, uh, you know, they work for, you know, kids' birthday parties to like teams, to football teams, to things at school, to fundraisers and you know, we've seen that area you know, of our business really grow over the last couple of years because of it. But it's also, again, just such a fun thing to to see grow because the uses of it are just becoming wider and wider. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you could use it for gardening when it's absolutely. hot. I mean, you could use it for a million different things. And, yeah. and so, and I actually may take you guys up on a custom order because I kind of want to get, we've got a brand new logo for I Am Northwest Arkansas. And I really want to get, I think I want to get some headbands made. And I have another one that just says, get 1% better every day. That's I awesome. Think incremental yep. growth is huge. And I mm -hmm. think we need to be reminded of that. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I may have to sit down with, with you and some other folks and come up with a couple of ideas and, and put together a little junk brand store on the I am Northwest Arkansas website and sell some, sell some headbands. So, so. <laughs> well, aren't you going to come work here? Is yeah, that what absolutely. <laughs> so. Well, I'm actually doing that right now. That's oh, why go. I'm sitting okay. down with Perfect. you guys and doing this, but, yes. but no, Craig, I, I really appreciate you taking time. And, and if there was anything else that you wanted to share with our audience as we close, is there one last thought that you want to give? You know, I, I, I would say this is going to sound like a 
a cheesy pitch for Northwest Arkansas. But, you know, having been fortunate enough to travel around as much as I have, and a lot of people get to travel, that part's not unique. I've been in a lot of parts all over the country. And, you know, I think we have something here that that truly is great. Mm -hmm. And it's getting greater, if that's a word. Yeah. You know, junk, I think, just makes so much sense being here. And I don't know if it would have made as much sense being anywhere else. I think it really just fits and it makes us better at what we do because we're here. It just fits. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I think that's where, you know, from a, from a Northwest Arkansas and a, and, a, and a Bentonville, even specifically down to where junk is now, I mean, we're just so thankful to be here and be be a part of the, the community as it, as it keeps moving forward. So, yeah, I think I think that's where, especially a guy growing up in Cape Town, South Africa, on the other side of the world, right. you know, to end up here. I mean, it's just it's really just been a, a fun journey yeah. and one that's just going to keep going. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, we're certainly glad that you made that decision back in 97 to head here. University of Arkansas golf player, PGA tour player, just worked his way up at Acumen Brands and now running junk no pun intended, here in Bentonville, <laughs> uh, Craig Lyle. And we certainly appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming on oh, the podcast. We and appreciate uh, it. if anybody wants to reach out to you, what's the best way to contact you? Me personally or yes. the company? The, you, you are the company. It doesn't uh, matter. Probably just my email address. Okay. It's craig.lyle at junkbrands.com. Perfect. Um, I'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. And I, I think as far as the company is concerned, I can obviously always redirect those to wherever they need to need to go to. Right. Yeah. If there's there's going to be people listening to this that, that may even want to inquire about ordering some custom headbands. I highly recommend it. It would be a great fundraising tool. Absolutely. I don't care if you're a church, you're some type of civic organization or anything, a school looking to raise some additional funds. You couldn't go wrong ordering these headbands in whatever logos that you guys use. And it'll be a benefit to all those that purchase them. And it's something that will last. I tell you, mm-hmm. I've, I have worn mine, thrown it around, rang it out in the shower, washed it off. The next day, it's good to go. I throw it right back on. And there there you have it. So yeah. Well, I, just the last thing on that one, at the CrossFit Games every year we go to, they, there's been a loyal you know, junk fan base in that group of the demographics so basically for a long time. And Every year we go there, we see designs and headbands that we sold from six or seven years ago <laughs> that we don't make anymore. The people wow. are still wearing and they look like the day that the, that we sold them to them. So That's it, awesome. It really is fun to see that. You know, what you're going to probably have to create is a headband hall of fame. I think it's a great idea. I think that is a good idea. Okay. So, so let's do that. So you're, you're starting here Monday, right? Yes. Like it's like, okay, let's make it sure. Yes, absolutely. We'll make sure so. you got your desk set up and everything. Yeah, go. yeah. standing desk. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah. So, I'll make one this weekend. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> Folks, Craig Lyle from Junk Brands, uh, really appreciate him coming on. I am Northwest Arkansas Podcast. This is, again, all about Northwest Arkansas. We really appreciate you taking time to listen out to this particular episode. As you know, we come to you every Monday at 12 noon, a new episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, focusing on the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life. And we, we want to hear from you. So if you have any questions, you want to learn anything about what we're doing here with the podcast, if you think you know somebody that might be a good guest for the podcast, let us know. You can always reach out to me, Randy, at I Am Northwest Arkansas, and uh, just check us out. Now, remember, anything or any information that you want to know about this particular episode or any of our episodes is always online at IamNorthwestArkansas.com. And this will be episode, I don't know what episode number it'll be, but it'll come out. When it comes out, you can get all the information and uh, contact information for Craig, contact information for Junk. And do us a favor. If you've learned about Junk from this podcast and you come in here and buy something, just tell them, hey, We heard about you guys on that I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast with that loudmouth Randy. 
We came in to try out the headbands to see if they really are as good as they are. I tell you what, I'm putting myself out there. I'll buy your, head, your headband back if you don't like it. That's how much, that's how good I think they are. So I'm putting the gauntlet down now. Check out the headbands at Junk Brands. You'll love them. I am Randy, your host for I Am Northwest Arkansas, and I will see you guys next week. Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.